Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. We are back for episode two. I am Ray. And hello, I'm Mama Mayo. We are super excited and we are praying that you loved episode one. So give us your feedback. We can't wait to hear from you. So today's episode, we are going to focus on God's grace. Um, A lot of people feel, I know like around my age might not feel that, you know, some people might not think that God is real or that God gives us grace. So today we are here to explain it and give you guys feedback and hopefully you guys can understand. So I'm going to start with the definition of grace. Grace is a gift from the Heavenly Father given through His Son, Jesus Christ. The word grace, as used in the scriptures, refers primarily to enabling power and spiritual healing offered through the mercy and love of Jesus Christ. No one can return to the presence of God without divine grace. So, Mom, what do you have to follow up with that? Just bringing inspiration to the soul, I'm going to come up with, well, I'll just give you, inform you about some scriptures dealing with God's grace. The first scripture I'm coming with, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, and it says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made is made perfect in weakness, most kindly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And we're dealing with God's grace. What I'm seeing now is people are so afraid that they are going to miss out on the blessings of God because they feel that they are unworthy of the blessings of God. Don't ever think that you're unworthy. The key is, goes back to that relationship with God. So if you feel that way, all you have to do is to ask God for forgiveness And God will forgive, I mean, anything you have done because of his grace. God loves you. Um, Rachel, read Hebrews 4.13. Hebrews 4.16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. And the scripture tells us we we don't come wimpy. Uh, We have to come to God boldly unto the throne of grace. Remember, God is so merciful. He's a healing father that wants to heal you of anything that you might be going through. And in Ephesians, the second chapter, beginning with verse 4 and 5, It says, but God, look at that, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love 
wherewith he loves us. Even when we are dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. God wants to forgive you of any wrongdoing because he loves you. Sometimes I think we make stuff so hard, but God is always there with his arms wide open just to say, I've been waiting for you. I'm here for you. I'm here to wrap my loving arms around you. Um, Rachel reads Psalms. Psalms 103.8. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Merciful. Look at the word. The Lord is merciful and gracious. And sometimes people don't have mercy when you do wrong. It's like when you mess up, they don't forget that you messed up. But one thing about my God, when you mess up, he's there to quickly forgive you. And then he's slow to anger. And sometimes we need, as believers in Jesus Christ, to be slow to get mad at somebody. But most of all, remember, God has plenty of mercy just waiting for you. In the book of Titus, the second chapter, 11 through 12, it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present world. I asked a question. What kind of life are you living today? If Jesus was to come today, would you be ready to receive him? Would you be sure that you would have a way into heaven? Read Matthew 6.14, Rachel. Matthew 6.14, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. This is a touchy situation right here. A lot of us will miss it. Because you know what? We're still holding that unforgiveness. What I mean by unforgiveness. Some of us are still living in the past. We got a lot of mess we have not cleaned up. Now's the time because our God, he's so merciful. 
How can I move forward? Just tell God what you are dealing with. Some of the questions I ask, God, have I been raped? Some of us have. But have we let go of the person that have raped us? Oh, yeah. I've been molested. But have you really let go of the person that have molested you? God, I'm an alcoholic. Have you ever asked God to take away that desire so I can be a better person? God, you know, I hate my daddy. I hate my mama. How do you think God feels when you hate your biological mama, when you hate your biological dad? How, does you, how do you think God feels? Because God says, well, if you got all that hatred in your heart, can you love me as your father? God says, you know, I'm your father. I'm your mother. I'm your sister. I'm your brother. So how can you love me? Just like with relationships. How can you go from relationship to relationship to relationship when you're still mad with the person that you had the first relationship with? I think that's a, a key topic to time in or chime in because I feel like I'll, me as a younger uh, adult, I feel like I have a lot of friends who they don't know how to be single. So they are always moving from one person to the next person to the next person. But you have to take that time or a certain time to actually work on yourself. And I feel like this is the perfect time. We have nothing but time to sit there, uh, self-evaluate, and actually figure out, okay, well, when I was with this person, what did I do that caused our relationship to end? So what can I do to fix that so that when I move on to my future relationship, I would be able to handle all of those and fix all of those issues uh, that I bottled up because a lot of people get married and then those issues that you bottled up in the past, they surface back up because you never fully uh, addressed it. So this is the time to, to bring it up and take time to yourself and ask God, can you help me? Can you help me? Because this is what I'm struggling with. Like you said, if it's somebody that you hate, a lot of people have hateful feelings toward family members, loved ones, because it could have happened 20 years ago. 
But every time you see that person, yeah, that stuff build up. That you get that same rage, and that means you haven't really let it. You haven't really let it go. So you have to ask God, help me to forgive that person, so that I can move on. Because you don't realize how much stress it takes on your body. Because you're holding on to all of those emotions and that person is out living their best life and they could care less that you still mad about something that happened uh, 20 years ago. So forgiveness, we coming back again, all the way back to forgiveness, that forgiveness is a major thing that God wants us to work on because we supposed to love one another regardless. And as scripture says, go back to Matthew six fourteen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. I remember on aunt one time when I was growing up that um, she would always pray, 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 and we as kids said, "I don't, I don't think God is hearing her prayers because." She had all this hatred in her heart. I mean, how can God hear a person's prayers when they're so mad, they're so angry, they're so bitter? But God says, you know, if you just let that stuff go, don't, don't, don't. Build all this stuff up on the inside. You got to let it go. And sometimes, yes, I might have had a bad marriage. But don't hold on to all that bitterness. You need to move forward so God can clean your heart. That if the right person come along, then you'll be ready for marriage. But it begins on the inside first. You can't say, I hate that person. I hate the way he treated me. I hate the way that I'm living. Stop saying those negative things about yourself and just feel the presence of God love. So what are we going to do about it? Forgive those people. And God, he'll forgive you. If you don't let go of the past hurts, God can't help you. I want God's help. And as we said on our last episode, be free from people. We got to be free from people. So God can get the best out of you. Uh, Rachel, what does Romans 6.14 says? Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. Sin cannot have dominion over you. We don't live under the law anymore. So guess what? If we mess up, be quick to say, God, forgive me. And when God forgives you, we just move on. 
That's about that's what the grace is all about. When God forgives you, he says, move on with your life. Yeah, I messed up. Yes, I had a first marriage. It doesn't say I can't get married again. But you got to make sure you get right with God before you go down the aisle with somebody else. And a lot of us are going down the aisle and we, we have been corrected the first relationship before we jump into another relationship. Don't let nothing have dominion. That means power over you. You don't have to live in bondage anymore because of the love. Remember, the love of God, he is so merciful. The next scripture we have is Romans 3, 23 through 24. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. For we are all, all of us have sinned. But we don't let sin keep us in bondage. All of us have come short of the glory of God. But because of God's grace, oh, glory to God. Because of God's grace, I can get in right fellowship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No one is perfect, but my Lord Jesus Christ. You don't have to be perfect to come to Christ. And a lot of people, I remember listening to a lot of young people, and they say, well, I ain't got it right yet. And Rachel can vouch for that. Um, I, I, I'm not ready. I, I got some more partying to do. Or, uh, yeah, I, 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 got, I, don't, I don't know if I want to go to church every Sunday. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that that works for me. What do you say, Rachel? I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of people say that, but God accepts you no matter who you are. I know I just recently read a book that was really good, and it talked about, I think it was called Heal by Love, and basically it talked about uh, this guy's relationship in the Word and this woman's relationship in the Word, but it also talked about their struggles. So he struggled with alcoholism. He didn't think it was alcoholism, but he, he struggled with alcoholism. And yet he was still a Christian. But so it doesn't matter, you know, your lifestyle. It's, it's the steps that you're taking to get better. And in the book, it shows the steps that he took, he took to get better. And also, it still brought up his past because he was adopted as a child. So he, he always had anger toward his mother because he always felt, why did she, you know, give me up? So he was always looking for love in relationships and he could never put it together for why he kept trying to find love and he could never, you know, he was just going from woman to woman, but he, he never found purpose. And it wasn't until he fixed his past, he went to visit his mom and found out the true story for why his mom gave him up and why she was the way that she was because we sometimes don't know the person's past. Maybe they were abused as a child. It's no excuse that they abused you, 
but maybe they went through the same struggles that you're going through. So you you have to look at the whole picture, but know that through all, God will get you through it all. And it doesn't matter what level you're on, you can still follow Jesus no matter what level you're on. Yeah, and that's so true because a lot of times, you know, even we don't want to admit um, that we have a problem. And we think that we can handle all of our problems ourselves. But it's okay to go for counseling. And But the key to counseling is make sure that it's a Christian um, counselor to counsel you. Um, because they won't steer you the wrong way. They won't give you all uh, the philosophy. You know, God just looks at the heart. Um, and all we have to do is admit. A lot of times, even as Christians, we don't want to admit that we got a problem. And some Christians walking around the day full of anger, they're full of strife, they're full of envy, they're jealous. You think God is pleased at that? No. But guess what? He still loves you. But he wants you to come clean. Come clean, come boldly. Don't be ashamed of what you're dealing with. Talk about what you're dealing with. Sometimes we even hide stuff from my mates. Yeah, I, I got a problem. But we even hide it to the very one that loves you. We don't want to share. Yeah, I got a problem with, with drinking. and But we cover it up. We might drink after work or, you know, we might go outside and hide and smoke. And, but eventually, your spouse is going to find out that you got a problem. But how do we deal with it? It's okay to ask for help. I got a problem. But you got to learn how to communicate all God's, that's the key about grace, God's grace. God's just want, he just wants you to talk to him. Don't be afraid to talk. I talk, I'm, I get up and just, my children can tell you, I just talk, I just talk, talk in a car, talk, I just be talking to the father. Because that's the type of relationship that I have developed with my heavenly father. And we got to release the fear. God is not a boogeyman. He's your best friend, your best confidant. He'll wrap his loving arms around you. A lot of times, I can't hear God. Take the time and just learn to listen. Uh, my daughter know I get up and go outside. I can spend hours on my back deck. Listening to the wind, listening to the sounds of the birds. But guess what? God begins to speak because I'm taking that time to worship my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm taking that time for God to speak to me. Sometimes we get too busy that we don't hear 
the voice of the law, the Lord. Sometimes we get so busy, we suppress our weaknesses. But God says, if you confess that you got a weakness, I can help you. But if you never confess, I got a problem. How can he help you? Uh, the last scripture we have is Romans 6.15. What then shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace, God forbid. Yeah, God forbids. What then? Shall we sin? Mm-mm. No longer under the law. So no matter what we do, be quick to forgive. Just because God is merciful doesn't give you the right to say, I'm going to jump in Susie's bed and then pray later. It doesn't work that way. Start developing a relationship that I don't want to hurt. I don't want to hurt my father. I, I love you so much, Jesus. I don't want to hurt you. Because we're getting ready to go into... Easter, talking about the Passover, talking about God's resurrection, talking about what Jesus did. He didn't have to die on that cross. But guess what? When he died on that cross, can you imagine to be whipped 39 lashes on your back and then thorns in your head then a spear in your side. But guess what? He took every sickness. He took every disease. He took every germ. He took all of our sins. But guess what? He didn't have to do it. But he did it because he don't want nobody to go to hell. That's the love of God's grace. He don't wish that none of us perish. God's grace is so merciful. Okay, so just to give a summary about what we talked about, number one, uh, do not think that you are unworthy just because of your past. God is a gracious God and a forgiving God. Number two, forgiveness of yourself and others. Be quick to forgive others. Try not to hold on to it. I know it's hurtful. I know it's painful. But once you learn to forgive easily, it will come easily. Number three, what would Jesus do? In situations where you feel out of place and you don't know what to do, just stop and think, what would Jesus do in this situation? Number four, time to clean him up. Uh, this is the time where we have unlimited time. So it's time to reevaluate ourselves and figure out what we can clean up within ourselves. Number five, tell him what you're dealing with. Since we have all this time, you have nothing but time to 
express how you're feeling and just just lay it all out to God so that he can help you. Cast all your cares upon him. Number six, be free of people. We keep stressing this because people will bring stress and people (laughs) will bring anxiety and people will bring depression. So try to be free of people and not put all your cares and all your wants on people, but try to be free. And lastly, be aware and don't take advantage. Be aware of what you're doing and try not to take advantage that God is a forgiving God, but be aware of your surroundings and be aware of the decisions that you're making. And don't be so free that just because God is merciful, that we commit the same sins over and over and over again. But you know what? What I love about Jesus I don't care how many times we mess up. He still will forgive you. All you have to do is come clean to the Heavenly Father. And he will still forgive you. That's why I serve my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because he is so merciful. Let us go to God in prayer. We want to thank you for this time to bring inspiration to your soul. I thank God for my daughter, Ray Ray. I thank God for just blessing her with this vision, and this vision is coming to pass. And Father God, we pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I just feel the hurt that people are dealing with right now, Lord God. We pray for every soul that's out there hurting right now. God, just bring comfort to their spirits, Lord God. Bring your love, wrap your loving arms around them, Lord God. Let them feel your presence. And Father God, as they ask, Lord, just come into my heart. God, be there. Let them know that your presence is real. No matter what they have done, Lord, take away the bitterness. Take away the heart, Lord God. God, just let them find you, Lord God. Let them bow before you. Let them humble their spirits to you that says, I need your help. I need your strength, Lord Jesus. And God, we know because of your grace and your and your mercy that you love the body so much. We thank you for every listening ears. And we believe by faith that they will get a breakthrough. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, before we leave out, we always want to leave you guys with a song of the week. And my mom picked this song. It is Tasha Cobb's Leonard Holy Water. 
We thank you for listening. Thank you. This is Ray. Bringing inspiration to your soul. Adios. Love you. Before the best you need. When everyone else around will only see the worst in me. I wish I had a witness tonight. Said he saw the best in me. I guess I'm going to make a testimony. When everyone else around me will only see the worst in me. Can I tell you one more time, one more time? I said he saw.